You're listening to Trent Talk, your Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure, Trent. Fresner. <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Claire? This week we are still talking about Halo 17. Is that right? <laughs> Which is, um, this still sounds too loud. This is good. We're good. Okay. Which is the, and all that could have been, double disc, whichamahooser. I'm really tired. <laughs> so I believe we're talking about the Double Disc Deluxe Edition? Yep. Do we need a reboot? No, <laughs> we're good. And spoiler alert, we're also going to be talking about Deep. Yeah, and this is a, a remix of Deep you're listening to from... Batch. Batch. On Nin Remix. Remix.nin.com. It's so got a good groove. I like it a lot. Yeah, let's just listen to a little bit more of it. Can't mess with that chorus. The chorus was perfect. Yeah. Careful, Claire. People will think this podcast is actually about the music of Nine Inch Nails. Uh oh. And not just goofy jokes and, and <laughs> tangential stories that have nothing to do with anything. Why would. No, nobody will think that. So yeah, this is disc two of the all that could have been. Mm-hmm. And what was that wonderful pun you had? We're still talking about it. Because it's called Still. still. Um, a, a, one of the jokes I should have made last week is, and all that could have been, the initials are Atchaby. Mm-hmm. So here we are talking about Atchaby again. So it, we're right back. Atchaby. Whoa. Yep. And by B, I mean our res nerds. Yeah. That's you. That's you, you're listening. You're listening. I always do that. So on iPhone, they have this thing. I think you can turn it on on Android, too. But if you hit space twice, it gives you a period. But often, I'll end up just ending my statements with B. Because I hit, like, space, space, enter. I never I never wait before hitting enter. So I'm, I'm constantly like, B. So when you said right back at you, B, I was like, yeah. That's cool, B. That's cool, B. Don't worry about it, B. Oh, yeah. Update. Last week, I was feeling kind of depressive because I didn't know if anyone was actually listening to us anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, and a bunch of res nerds came to the rescue. <laughs> we, we heard from quite a few of you. Yeah. Um, one, one of them. One of oh, them. God, what was the dude's name? Maxwell Frank? Uh, Maxwell, yeah. He sent us a prayer candle covered in Trent Reznor's. Which we should have lit right now. What are we doing? I don't want to light it. I don't want to use it. Oh, I don't want to use I it I don't want to use it up. No. You don't want to burn. Burn. Um, and we also had one Resnerd like message us saying, "I'm listening." Yeah, he, he just said the words, "I'm listening," which is exa- exactly what I was begging people to say to us. Wonderful. Yeah. So thank you for that. I think he also dug up. I, I knew I had I had some notion that there was a photo of Trent Reznor enjoying an amusement park. Yeah. Well, because I I sent that photo to you of him in the Super Mario Kart. Photoshop, because that had been sent to me last year on my birthday from a friend. I should have just put two and two together. Yeah, it's Trent on a log ride. Is he, is he on a log ride? What's he doing? I'm so distracted by the look of joy on his face that I didn't really notice most of the. But it was a delight, and it, it was, was exactly delight. what I needed. 
to to steal my resolve <laughs> for another week of listening to Nine Inch Nails. How yes. was your listen of Still? Um, I've heard it a lot, and there's two songs on the album that mean a lot to me, but the rest of them I'm just so fucking sick of hearing. Mm. I actually had a different experience, because I, I hadn't heard like most of these remixes. Mm-hmm. Of course I heard and All That Could Have Been, which I'm really excited to get to later, because even just listening to it casually, it had a, had a real effect on me. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it, it was deep, deep, deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoyed uh, about 50% of the tracks on this album, mm-hmm. and the rest of them were just kind of noise. I really, yeah, yeah, yep. So do you want to dive in, get this thing rolling? Yeah, let's dive. So first we're going to listen to something I can never have for the millionth time. What is it? What can't you have? Peace and quiet from this fucking song. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be from me, your co-host. Shia <laughs> Carey. Oh yeah, I'm Claire Dickerson. We're talking about Trent Reznor. This was released in 2002. Thank you. Yep, so we fucking... You might recognize this as the least badass track from Natural Born Killers. Or all of the history of the world. The least badass thing ever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever. I mean, it's got a lot of feels. <laughs> and to be to be honest about one's feels is a form of badassery. Yes, I suppose. But yeah, it's super mopey. It's, it's so mopey. Yeah, it's totally high school breakup material. And it's just like of every song we really... This one again? Really? Did you have anything for this song? Oh, I have a few things. <laughs> oh! Um, so, there's this thing that we do on this podcast once in a while where I pretend to be other people. Oh, great. Do you remember what we call it? Impressions! Impressions. Yeah. So, I, I had a good one that I was looking for the right opportunity to, to use. Yeah. Um, and I think this song is fantastic for it. Um, are you a fan of Game of Thrones? Am I a fan of Game of Thrones? The, the TV show. Yeah. Not merely the novels produced by George R. R. Martin. You mean the one novel called... Isn't there only one called Game of Thrones? The, yeah, the whole... The whole <laughs> You caught me in a lie. <laughs> lie! The, the whole work is known as A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Which, is, which honestly is kind of a spoiler if you read between the lines. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, that aside, here's Jon Snow singing this song. <laughs> I still recall the taste of your tears. I took an oath. Um, but then I, I, I did a little Weird Al treatment here. Oh, great. Where it's, um, I mean... This thing is slowly taking me apart. Gray would be the color if I had a heart. I just want a wildling I can never have. <laughs> Impressions! Impressions! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Gray would be the color if he had a heart, because he got stabbed a lot. Yeah. And then he was just like, surprise, not dead. Spoiler alert. I mean... <laughs> I don't even care about spoiling things anymore because the show doesn't seem to care. No, the, sh- the, the show, show doesn't, doesn't care give a anymore. Fuck, it's just right? like, it's, we knew John was coming back. We thought it was going to be this big dramatic reveal, and instead it was just like he got a bath and then was like, whoops! You know, just yeah. accidentally came back to life. Yep. We haven't even seen Melisandre since then. We haven't, no. I don't know what the hell that. But yeah, I don't even know. The, like show the show is completely off the rails. Given up. Wow. Yep. 
I mean, that's going to be a topical Nine Inch Nails lyric for pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. Can we move on? Yeah, we can. Uh, you got nothing else to add? No. I, I like sort of the more the, the more uh, laid back acoustic style, but oh, this is great. Turn it up a little bit. Trent is like almost definitely recording this in a bathroom stall. Yeah. It just it sounds so tinny and weird. I would like to make this all go away. All right, and then. Adrift and at peace. This is sort of a deep cut favorite for a lot of Nine Inch Nails uh, scholars out there. Yeah, it's um supposed to be like the sequel to La Mer. Right. Yeah. Um, I think in an interview Trent said it was actually like the emotional ending of oh. La Mer. Yeah. Let me see. I got the quote. Um, this is from Trent. A lot of the fragile involved songs emerging from bits of other songs, very organically and subconsciously. Into the Void and La Mer both grew from the same place, taking it two different directions. And then he says, La Mer's conclusion is adrift and at peace on still. Makes sense. So this is the hero pr- protagonist of La Mer not killing himself, I, yeah. feel, I feel like. Yeah. Or maybe, because he's adrift. Oh, maybe. Oh, oh my god, what if he did do it? Oh my god. But the guy in Downward Spiral kills himself. I'm thinking the fragile is like almost a time warp tale of what if he decided to just sort of tough it out and process his feels and get through his life. Okay. Maybe. maybe. Turns out though, I, I, I like this. It's, it's nice. sounds like a sea shanty. It's a jaunty little tune. I don't have too much to say about it. Yeah. Going into this album has been kind of frustrating because I I feel like there, it's either too sweet and calm to joke about or it's so repetitive that there's nothing to say about it. Mm. Which one is this? That's sweet. It is. Oh wait, I like that little bass creeping in. Wow. Descending from grace into arms of undertow there. Mm-hmm. Um, quick sidebar. Mm. So I'm playing this on Spotify, and I just noticed that our friend Gareth Wood, who appeared on the Downward Spiral episode, Correct. 11 hours ago listened to The Hand That Feeds. Aww. And it looks like it's on a playlist called Every Good Song by, Na- by Everyone Ever. <laughs> Would you need another playlist? He loves playlists. He's a good friend to have if you love playlists. Yeah, that's a pretty song. I like it. I think I have this album in my ears a lot going through tough times, so I don't really know what to say. Oh, let's get bored by The Fragile again. (laughs) That's so negative. (laughs) This one is like, it stands out as a bad track. Synth sounds kind of like painfully 80s, I don't know. Or like an indie film soundtrack. Yeah. I don't really know what was happening. And I thought, like, when 
I first saw this forever ago, like, oh, it's gonna be a tamer version. You can get rid of that fucking, what is it? Like that bell sound? What's that? Remind me. What is that instrument that I can't think of? Tambourine. There's like a tambourine sound. It's like, like you're really slowly hitting a tambourine. And that makes, that's one of the reasons why I fucking hate that song. So I was like, oh good, an acoustic version on the piano. This is going to be nice. But I still don't like it. Mm. But let's listen to some more. <laughs> I just I just feel like his voice his voice works really well in a lot of ways and in a lot of situations and it just seems weird here. He makes a lot of weird choices. Like he bends notes work to places they don't need to be. Mhm. And in a lot of way in a lot of times I like that, but I just I don't know. I have a how much angst, but on later review I don't know if I like it so much. Let me let me know how you feel about okay. it. Okay. Teed up for me. How much angst? This song has the angst of when your song is rejected from the Donnie Darko soundtrack for being too sappy. <laughs> it just had that Mad World vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. I still do like the the strength of his uh, chorus here. There he's at it again. I won't let you. It's like Fergie doing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> or no, was it Christina Aguilera? And the ho I don't even know. Of the brave. <laughs> it sounds like a Christina thing. Yeah, she was trying to show off her chops and it was like, just get it done. Nobody likes this song, actually. Yeah. I want to stick this out until the drums come in. Okay. I think it's happening soon. Yes, please. Can I have a note? <laughs> I wrote, this is really just very bad. I'm bummed out <laughs> to have this Scrabble to my last FM account. <laughs> Scrabble? You called it Scrabble? That's what happens when a song goes to last FM, it Scrabbles. What is a Scrabble? Oh, welcome to 2006. <laughs> I mean, people don't even use Last FM anymore. Right? A lot of people use Last okay, FM. Okay. I use Last FM. Okay. Do you use Last FM? Let me know and I'll follow Write you. Us. Trip Talk Pod. Twitter and Gmail. It'll get there at the also end. Also, Facebook. Yeah, we'll talk about it at the end. Alright, here come the drums. Give me, give me a couple of clicks. <laughs> it's like there's a band practicing next door. Yeah. And then the studio tech is like, sort of like, let's record this instead. Is that Dave Grohl over there beating those tubs? Um, 
David Wallace from The Office's son practicing on the drums. Ah, uh, yeah. Suck it! <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> That's a pretty deep reference. Yeah. When was The Office last on the air? Oh, God. Like 2011? Yes. I feel like a lot of people discovered it a little bit later, though. Yeah, I did. I didn't watch it while I was yeah, on the air. I was like a third wave Office fan. 2013. Oh, okay. And I've watched the whole series at least three times since then. We and still then have to actually, finish it. He sold Suck It to the military. I thought that was like a delusion, but <laughs> it actually was a thing that happened in the series. I think so. I don't actually remember. Oh, oh here we go. The Becoming. I beat my machine. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad I deleted my original Facebook account in 2011 because I just think of all the incredible things that I posted on my wall in like 2007, including like this video probably a hundred times. Every time it would come up, I'd be like, oh my god, check out this acoustic vision of the Becoming Return Resident. I was just sitting at a piano. So there were music videos for a ton of these songs, right? Three of them. Yeah. Uh, not quite a ton. Not a ton. And I'll post them all to the website. Benview.com slash Trent Dog Pod. Alright. Trent's back in the bathroom stall. Mm -hmm. I think he ate some, some jambalaya that didn't agree with him. I rather the drums make me think of some bad action film montage. I don't know why, because I don't watch bad action films, but I just imagine like dun 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 dun. Like, someone's just like running So is this around. like, is this the team building montage? Or is this like, what what's happening in this montage? This could be the team building montage. Or this could be the like, looking over the plans to like, right. break into the building. Yeah, and then everyone's and like, like, stretching it out and putting themselves in duffel bags and whatever. And it's, it's queuing up 11. the audience to like, so it's like we know half of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be some surprises. Mm -hmm. like, oh, and then we're going to, yeah. The, yeah. Seems like that could be it. Yeah. Like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. They're remaking Who's Ocean's Eleven guy, with like with like ladies. Of course they are. That's is that the new reboot? It's like a she boot. Yeah, I guess. Did so. I just did I just coin that? <laughs> Royalties, please. Look it up. She, she boot. boot. I mean that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I don't know why it needs to be done. Just make other good films with women. Yeah, but and also it's like writers have been taking it a little bit too easy on themselves in Hollywood. Like, just create a new piece of intellectual property right. some, sometime ever in your life. Yeah. Do we need another Ghostbusters? Yeah, well, is, I mean, that, is that franchise good enough to even... I just don't get the fuss. I hope Bill Murray, is he in it? I don't think any of the Because his stipulation were. was he would appear in Ghostbusters 3 only if his character died in the first ten minutes. <laughs> I would love to see that happen. That would be great. <laughs> Can I get a little more volume?
taking the drugs. There it is. There's that piano riff. I like this one. I think this one holds up decently over time. Yeah, I enjoy it. That little bridge there where they do only the acoustic guitar, it's, I was kind of teleported to like 90s grunge world. It well, they, was like, it was a little sound gardeny. And they, and they do it like that in the original yeah. song. I mean, it's, it sounds a little different, but yeah, I like that. I'm glad that they kept that. It does sound a little sound gardeny. You notice they, they dropped a couple of the samples. Like in the original, they have those weird scream noises. That was a perfect the... rendition, by the way. That was perfect. Because this is the instrumental version. I don't know if we addressed that those samples are from the movie Robot Jocks. I think we probably did address it. Probably. Yeah. It's about fighting robots. Because, like, conflicts are now settled by, like, sparring matches between giant androids. Yeah, I think we did. Okay. <laughs> and that was The Becoming. The Becoming. Oh, yeah, I think Gareth was here when we talked about it. And I was like, and he was like, robot jocks. And then I was like, yeah, robot jocks. Yep. It sounds like how it went. Gareth, is that how it went? Write us. <laughs> Write us. <laughs> All right, here's gone still. Still? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. Doesn't do much else than that. Yeah. It's a nice, like, little background noise piece, but it's not my favorite song yeah it's kind of hypnotic it's kind of like mournful and i think this is one of them that um there's a video too i think he's just sitting at the piano and it's supposed it's at nothing studios in right louisiana and i think like you the should windows see if there's any telltale and... signs of where this building is it's just it doesn't show outside or anything okay. you're just in a room i think the windows are blowing a breeze in i think there's a candle lit it's just literally him sitting at a piano. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's kind of a, it's a melancholic, almost like a nostalgic, sentimental song. Talking about maybe someone who has left your life and is now still gone. Who is gone, comma, still. Mm -hmm. And it's just sort of like coping. You know, like, grandma's still dead. <laughs> Every day, she's still dead. Every day. Thoughts. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about dad thoughts. Dad thoughts. Well, we probably haven't <laughs> had many dad thoughts recently. I don't know. I've had plenty, but yeah, they just kind of we pop don't up. Need like it, you never like want to get a dad thought, but then it's like, oops, dad thought. Uh, yeah. Can we move on? Yeah, sure. How long is this thing? Actually, we should. Do you want to do, like, a little commercial? Sure. Let's take a quick break and hype up another wonderful podcast on the Benview Network. Or do you want to talk about our new podcast? I don't know. That would be cool. Um, or... Let's pause right now, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about our new podcast? So, yeah. I'm very pleased to announce that we are in the early stages of producing a brand new podcast. Yes! With the Benview Network. And it is known as... High crimes. crimes. So basically, we are going to be discussing true, the true crime that you hear me obsessing over lately. Murders. Murders. War stories. War stories. Uh, serial killers. I'm gonna ghosts, try to, perhaps? Perhaps ghosts, perhaps aliens. 
maybe maybe a Wisconsin hero known as Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah, we're gonna be discussing those things while we are high. Yes. Um, on life. On life. No, on weed. Because we live in California, and we can do that. Um, so we both are big, uh, big nuts for true crime. Mm-hmm. We love last podcast on the left, mm-hmm. my favorite murder, mm-hmm. all these sorts of things. And we've done a little digging and tried to come up with things that haven't been covered yet. Yeah, on or such haven't podcasts. or haven't been covered in great detail. Because I definitely don't want to be a regurgitation of the same stories over and over again. Um, so, and also in the spirit of drunk history, there there might be some some permutations in the retelling that make it more amusing yeah. or, or yeah so yeah. so there it is High so crimes. there it is and it's gonna be fun so definitely keep your eyes peeled um we did post a little video teaser last week we're still putting that new episode together we have a tagline we have a little album artwork for itunes oh yeah Stoked so on it. yeah very exciting um, I think it's at High Crimes Pod on Twitter, but we'll hype it up when the time comes. All right, you ready for the catchphrase? Yeah. High Crimes. Smoke, Smoke out, out the, the truth. truth. <laughs> also, don't leave batteries on the floor, or your cat will, yeah. will have just if you the can time hear, of his life. If you can hear that sound, it's Oliver so has found a me. battery. It's loud to me. It's loud. <laughs> anyway, uh, All right. let's jump back in. Let's jump back in. Into you. Earlier when you were reading those lyrics out loud, I didn't realize that it was that song, and I was like, why is this so familiar? And then you got to the chorus, and why I was like, Why are these lyrics Ugh. so great? <laughs> All right. This is where we are, yeah? The day the world went away. Correctamundo. Ugh. Tidetwa. Wait, is, is this deep purple? Is, is it the doors? No. That one's lost on me, sorry. It's just rock organ. I know. Shit that I don't... <laughs> Shit that you don't. <laughs> That's that shit you don't. Like? <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait for the day this song goes away. Ooh. Oh! I don't know if I've said that in past episodes. I don't think so. I may have. No, that's, that's, that's fresh to me. Yeah, well. Oh, I wanted to talk about a new character in the Reznorverse. Oh, okay. Do you know John A. Malm Jr.? No. It's um, Trent's manager. Well, back when Trent had a manager. Oh, okay, no. we need to deal with this cat. <laughs> you keep talking about Mel. Okay. Um, so, when Trent was just getting started out, even in, even before Nine Inch Nails was a thing, he was with exotic birds, and there was this, uh, this managerial dude who was, I think, friends with him. He went to school in Cleveland um and got a degree in like business management for the arts or whatever yeah um and he actually was the manager for exotic birds oh interesting which yeah was that band ever big enough to need a manager probably <laughs> not but this this guy was cutting his teeth in the cutthroat world of rock business <laughs> um and then yeah when it came time for Reznor to go out solo get out from under tv tunes mm-hmm. uh john malm was the guy who helped him with all the business side of dealing with uh, making nothing records. Interesting. So yeah, and um, I bring this up because... Why do I bring this up? Oh, <laughs> he's a cool personality to know, and he uh, he worked with Trent extensively on Still. Oh. Yes. That's about all I had to say about that. Cool. But yeah, it's, it, was, it was a little side note that we haven't really addressed, because he he's been in this from before there was a Nine Inch Nails. Yes. But uh, there's actually after this after this album 
and before with teeth, there's going to be some conflict between John Malm and Trent Reznor. Ooh. Yeah, there's, there's some battleships on the horizon, folks. Spoiler alert! Yeah, I mean, we thought Trent was in the clear after he, he fought Steve Gottlieb, and I guess kind of won. Then he fought Marilyn Manson, kind of won. I guess he kind of fought Richard Patrick, mm-hmm. kind of won. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's like three and zero at yeah. this point, but then he gets into some shit with John Malm, Ooh. and yeah, I'm not not gonna don't not gonna spoil it because we're not there yet. I don't even know about it. I'm excited. Yeah, so I like this detois. It's de soothing and mellow, which I think is what Oliver needs right now. He, he's I don't all know riled he, up. I don't know what's going on with him today. Do you think he like licked the battery and got shocked? Ooh, maybe. Yeah, are you a little electric bean bon? <laughs> electric bean, it's okay. Yeah, you're so okay, Bobby. <laughs> Just baby, baby talk. That's yeah, the I mean, baby he's, talk. He's really get. growing into his role as a co-host. Yeah. He was under my chair for the entire episode. And then he decided to. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this song, Bean? It's so cute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this was actually remixed to be closer to the live version. Which has like an extended mm-hmm. like bass jam at the end. Okay. And yeah, I think I'm not sure, but it almost sounds as if they change it to like be a major key because it's way more like upbeat and positive. Mm-hmm. Give me a little more. Give me a little more. if we just played this whole thing through because it's actually going to roll into and all that good again. Sure. Sweet. That was Trent. Right. carries over mm-hmm. into an all that could have been. And that's when you start wondering, is this a sample of rain falling or Trent cooking chili? Jambalaya. <laughs> He's just heating up some denizens at like 2 a.m. Like, fuck, I need to get this remix album Gotta done. sizzle those shrimps. Yeah, he was in New Orleans, mate. Does, does Trent like to cook? I don't I think, know. I think I have a new question I would like to ask Trent. <laughs> First, I would ask about the Helter Skelter door. Yeah. Then I would ask, like, do you cook? <laughs> What do you cook? What do you cook? How you feed yourself. Because in um, a Skype interview I saw, he was like, I mean, I guess he's a big fitness bro, because after he kicked uh, heroin, he started lifting a ton of weights. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, on the Skype interview I saw with him, he had this jug of water that he just constantly drank from. So he's big on hydration these days. 
Gotta hydrate, bro. Bro. Bro, bro. So, and all that could have been. Yeah. I really like this song a lot. I do too. It's very personal. Oliver so. likes it a lot too. Alright, give it give me some more juice. Yeah. how this song has kind of a, a weird push and pull to it and that's actually because it's using polyrhythms it, oh. it's probably Nine Inch Nails most rhythmically complex songs because uh, the verses are in 7-4 which mm -hmm. is a weird time signature so you got one two three four one two three and then just like that mm -hmm. um, and then the choruses are in 4-4 four, four, standard mm -hmm. and then the bridge is in 6-8 so it's it's all over the place. It's basically a tool song. Oh shut up. Alright. I like this part a lot. Yes, crank it. So good. Oh, um, Ninwiki suggested that this was Trent sort of dabbling in shoegaze, which was a nascent genre at the time. But seeing as it's Trent Reznor, it's more like boot gaze. Well, well, shoegaze wasn't really a thing anymore in 2002, was it? It was over in 2002? Yeah. Huh. Shoegaze was 90s. It was? Yeah, totally. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking of like explosions in the sky. They were like a much later phenomenon. I can't think of anything Shoegaze of theirs off, off my Silver head. Silver Sun pickups. Yeah, but Silver Sun is older, aren't they? Okay, let's get to the bottom uh, of this. You're just gonna Google Shoegaze. Look it up, Claire. Look it up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess. Sil yeah, Silver Sun is early 2000s. For some reason, I thought they weren't. Google Shoegaze though. Yeah. So shoegaze. Early nineties. So, Late nineteen yeah. eighties. Oh, yeah. Claire wins this round. Reached well, peak popularity in the early nineties because I'm we're thinking we're breaking even because you were wrong about the Silver Sun pickups. Please remember that. Well, I only know and like one of their songs, so yeah, yeah. Um, something about bands like Lush. When mm. was Lush? So 90s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what was the other one? Anyway. Could have been. Crank it, crank it. I love the guitar here. It's so delicate.
song I tell. Easily. I mean, it affects me every time. Mm -hmm. Like, it's gonna be in my top ten. Like, spoiler alert. Yeah. Like, Nine Inch Nails songs ever. It's gotta be. And I think, I think it was only released on this album. Mm -hmm. Which has made it kind of hard to get, but fans enjoy it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Also, it managed to name the entire live album. Um, but yeah, it was only on the double disc deluxe edition. And it's been... The, this part of it, too, still has only been intermittently available for sale. Mm -hmm. so, so, according to Ninwiki, um, it's driven the prices up to crazy extravagant heights on eBay. But looking it up right now, you can get it for 20 bucks. So... Now oh. must not be one of those times. <laughs> Snag it while you can. Everybody resonates. get it. Yeah, I, I might actually swoop. You should. I used to have it. it also, nice. we got to get um, closure DVD. No, we got to get yeah, the, and all that could have been DVD because it has the Easter egg mm -hmm. with the music video that was unreleased, and you have to put in a code on your remote. It's, it's not just on YouTube somewhere. It probably is. It probably is. But I mean, how cool would it be? I know. Easter eggs. I know. The Persistence of Loss. So you like and all that could have been? Yeah. Speak on that. Um, I mean, I like it for personal reasons. I don't know that I want to get into them. It's almost like chemotherapy, you know? Yeah. It's like, it processes... Chemotherapy? It processes, like, a lot of crappy emotions, <laughs> you know? But it's, like, for a good reason. Yeah. Definitely a breakup jam. Persistencia de perdido. <laughs> I used to like this one a lot, but I don't anymore, I guess. Yeah, I was checking it out. All the Ninforum people were saying that this is one of their favorite instrumentals. I kind of find it extremely boring. Um, I think back in like 2010 or 11, I posted. So it was a big thing in LiveJournal and Tumblr to post. Um, you get this like list of things and then it was like 30 things and every day you would add a new thing from the list or whatever yeah. and I think one of them was like your favorite song when dealing with a loss or something like this no not loss because I think the title is too obvious but it was some favorite song for dealing with some sort of situation and I put this song and all I did was like hashtag and all that could have been nine inch nails and like Still to this day, like once every few months, somebody will like reblog that post. I'm just like, oh my god, when is this gonna die? <laughs> I'm not even. It's on the internet. It's eternal. Yeah. It'll outlive us. It's just funny that people still like. How far down do people have to scroll in order to find that post? <laughs> They're probably just following that sweet hashtag. Yeah. Oh, while we're in the middle of this kind of drawn-out, yeah. uninteresting part of the song, I, I grabbed a couple of quotes from uh, the Nin forums, mm -hmm. which I may try to use a little more. It's hard to get any good content, because people are just like, I love Nin, here are my 50 favorite Nin songs, and I don't discuss them, I just say that these are them. <laughs> um, no offense, guys, but like, <laughs> let's build something here, right. okay? Right. These forums are still pretty active, like people are posting, you know, most of the posts are from, like, 2015, but... Is this on, like, Nin.com, or is I think this so. it's Echoing the, official the Sound? Thing. Oh, I, I don't think it's Echoing the Sound. I yeah, I don't think so. E so, Echoing the Sound is the place to be? It's 
you know, it used to be, and then it went away, and now I don't think it is. But mm. you keep talking, and I'll see if I can find anything. Yeah, Nin fans are fickle. We don't stay in one place very long. <laughs> um, anyway, so people were discussing why Halos, like why is Trent Reznor's discography broken up into Halos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this one user, Xcore, who hails from Germany, who said, Okay, someday Halo became a fast-selling item, but in the beginning... Trent finally named his music project Nine Inch Nails, probably referring to the nails that Jesus would have been nailed with on the cross. When he finished the a- when he f- then the finished album, as a sign of the fate slash destination he fulfilled in his life, a life that had always had to exist in music, music, what brings himself closer to God mentally, intellectually, in meaning of life and such ways, spelled with a Z. As a conclusion, what Nine Inch Nails take effect. That's, that's a sentence. As a conclusion, what nine-inch nails take effect? Trent equals nine-inch nails. Means also to show the real listeners from lies, <laughs> sins, pain, because of the pureness that's set in the music. Music as a sacrifice bound in a halo. So yes, sure, religious and or believing. And when time went on, the halos grew in power, like annual rings in a tree. And now, when the uh, one or the other halo shines more or less... Just thoughts flying. So, a lot of nonsense in wow. there. But it, it it got me thinking, like, yeah, Nine Inch Nails, Halo. It's And then he talks a lot about his relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it almost does fit together. Mm-hmm. And I, I did like looking at it as rings as a tree as well, because it's like a chronology. Yeah. It like Or like halos, or like of an explosion. Mm-hmm. It will have like different halos popping out, or like rings of Saturn. Mm-hmm. But then also, someone really broke it down. Halos are round. Records and CDs are round. <laughs> so that's from Will, another uh, Nin, Nin uh, forum user. Wonderful, good job. Really guys. breaks it down. Thank you for that. I was, I was at. Uh, there was just like a hole in me that hadn't been filled previously, and now it is full. This song is called "Leaving Hope," and it's my other favorite on this album. Oh yeah, Frank. song on the album um okay so i went to echoing the sound mm. i did not find anything about an all that could have been for some reason people just do not discuss this album <laughs> i also didn't dig too deep i just typed in the words i did however find the trent and in photoshop thread oh wow <laughs> this is going up on our page yeah. for sure so here's trent pointing to a weather forecast screen <laughs> What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We've got Trent as G.I. Joe, I think. <laughs> Happiness in bakeries. Happiness in bakeries. Trent being Bigfoot. Oh, so much This fun. is just, we gotta... It's good. <laughs> Terrible fries! He's leaving McDonald's. <laughs> wow couple photos of Mara Queen in there, and uh, just gotta She's... say, good job, Trent. 
She's a she's a babe. Way to go. <laughs> I don't get some of these. Okay, anyway. Oh, so um, <laughs> I have a couple of things about this song. Oh, good, good. On TV tropes, somebody described it as the most heart-wrenching instrumental ever, written when Trent Reznor was at his lowest. I want to figure out where he attributed that quote. Yeah. Um, it's a simple piece that builds up layer upon layer of soaring, beautiful, uplifting music that dies away, only to give way to a mesmerizing chorus of voices. Mm -hmm. On TV tropes, we're getting these these analytical gems. <laughs> I like how you wrote, from TV tropes, somehow. Somehow. Also, this album was used Trent in 2005, a little ahead, uh, but worth talking about. He uh, allowed a, a uh, what do you call it? A support group to use this as uh, part of a PSA for uh, people who lost their homes in Hurricane Katrina. Okay. So yeah, there's like almost a music video for this where there's an, an old fella crying in reverse. Um, so it almost works as a music video. And yeah, it's like a support network. And yeah, Trent was like, go ahead, use this for free. I, this is a good cause. Yeah. Because he's a sweet. Also, he's That's got so sweet. he's got some New Orleans in him. Yeah. Aww. Turned up a little bit. I don't think the Taz came, can pick up on the fact that the dog next door was barking. But do you ever have those thoughts where you're like, man, I could post anti-gun tirades on Facebook all day long, but as soon as that dog starts barking, I just want to shoot it in the face. I mean... I don't actually want to shoot it in the face. I don't believe in shooting somebody's beautiful pet dog. Right. But just like... Train your dogs to not be a piece of shit. That's all I ask. As satisfying as it would be in the moment. Yeah. Then you gotta deal with... The aftermath of shooting a dog in the face. Yeah. And it's like, do you, is the meat still okay? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I that's why wanna... I just break their necks. <laughs> Took it all the way. Uh, you um, make this all go away. Oh, we also uh, need to talk about Deep. We do need but, to talk about Deep, but first should we talk about... Are you going to say it or am I going to say it? You should say it. You can say it. Compared to Bjork. <laughs> so it's been a while since we've checked it's in. It's been a while. Sorry. <laughs> what show is this? It's been a while since we've checked in with our favorite Icelandic musical genius. Um, and believe it or not, guys, there are more stunning similarities Whoa. between the careers of did she have Bjork an album out right now that I can put on? Um, yeah, she put out Vespertine, which is, I think, her best received album thus far. Um, and that, that was coming on the back of Homogenic, which is where we got All is Full of Love, Hunter, mm -hmm. a bunch of those other like really classic ones. Um, and 
So yeah, she was blowing up. But in 2002, guess what? She put out a compilation of all her greatest hats. Oh my god. Just like Trent did with all that could have been. Damn. Alright. And again, it wasn't just all of her singles. It was like she... Fans actually selected these greatest hits. Which is pretty much what Trent did too. Oh my god. In the same year, 2002. Same year. Also, wake up, sheeple. Wake up! I don't think I don't think you're ready for this. I'm not. In 2002, Bjork nabbed her ninth Grammy nomination. Nine <laughs> Grammy nominations. Does that number sound familiar to you? Wait, I don't get it. Trent is five foot nine inches tall. <laughs> I don't know if he Wait, is. Wait, I don't he's, get it. How tall is Trent? I feel like he's pretty short. We've never talked about Trent's height. I feel like he's pretty short. That could be. I'm gonna guess five foot five. Whoa, that's that's like way short. I know. I feel like he's really short. He's five seven. Five, no, he's he's wee, Aww, but not like wee. He's wee, but not teeny. Yeah, he's like that's average height. Okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, what are you one of those heightists? Yeah, that's why I you're just dating really me. Wanted him. I am, by the way, I'm eight feet tall. I've <laughs> never addressed this on the podcast. Yep, that's why I always sound so far away. Yeah, that's not I, true, I, I don't actually know. have to lie down to record this to be on Claire's level. Get on my level. Um, so yeah, uh, she put out Vespertine, which uh-huh. was a, a very sensitive, actually erotic album, uh-huh. widely acclaimed. Um, and uh, I don't know, we could call that her fragile, because um, Homogenic was definitely her downward spiral. It's the one everyone knows, groundbreaking, mm-hmm. super intense, very experimental, but also like a concept album. But then this is like sort of more of a love album, mm-hmm. so it's a lot more sensitive and vulnerable, like Fragile was. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she threw out a compilation in 2002. Um, she also got an Academy Award nomination for Dancer in the Dark. Um, nice. So this awards battle is heating up. Yeah. I mean, we all know Trent scored the first Blood, getting that Grammy mm-hmm. in 92. Mm-hmm. 92! He's coming home with a Grammy. I think he may have, it may have been a little unfair because he was in an easy category. Hard rock? What good hard rock was there in, in 1992? <laughs> like, what Grammy-worthy hard rock? What, Metallica? Get, get out of here. Get the fuck out get of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, that's been compared to Bjork. <laughs> it just reminded me, we haven't discussed video games yet in this episode. Yet. Um, Shy and I play a lot of Starbound. And every time I think of Metallica now, I think of the time that we were mining for fuel. Yes. And I was just like, give me fuel, give me fuel, give me, give me, give me fuel. Like, I just couldn't think of the, <laughs> I just couldn't think of the lyrics of that. It's so easy, too. It's the dumbest song ever. Give me ever. fuel, give me fire, give me that, which I decided. I'm just like, give me fuel, give me fuel. Give, give me, me, give me, give me fuel. <laughs> I think that's actually a, a superior song. I think song. it's better, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. We'll look up deep. Yes. So speaking of video games, a filmic rendition of classic uh, third-person platformer treasure hunting simulator Tomb Raider came out in 2009. Oh, yeah. So um, Trent uh, was brought on board to do a song for the soundtrack, came out with this, Deep, Mm -hmm. um, and it was released in 2001. Never an official Halo. Right. 
Um, and Claire's never seen the music video. I don't think so I have. So we're going to watch it live because it is probably my favorite Nine Inch Nails music video ever. It has a complete story arc. First we're going to watch this ad. Yeah. And you're going to listen. Oh, this is a video about teaching deaf people how to hear music. That's kind of lovely, actually. But I really just want to... Brought to you by Smirnoff Ice. Oh, what? Yeah. Give me a fucking break, Smirnoff Ice. Deaf people can party. <laughs> Electric flavors. Two security boxes were stolen from the National Mint last evening. The boxes are believed to contain toxic dyes. Don't touch it or you'll die. Um. Trent crawls from a wrecked El Camino. He is the swamp man. He is covered in green goo. Do you think it might be those toxic dyes we heard about? Oh, How did no. that happen? He crawls over to another crushed muscle car. Next to the muscle car is a prostrate woman covered in green goo. Yellow goo, sorry. Yellow goo. He caresses her. They exchange goo colors. There's some tongue happening, which is a little weird, but I'll that deal with weird. it. It's only weird because, is he like trying to eat her goo? I don't know. Maybe her goo is the antidote to his goo. I was about to say that. <laughs> I never put that together till now. <laughs> Slow motion car crash in reverse. Yeah. Is that the coolest shit? Oh, they crash into each other. Yes. Like, like I said, this is probably the greatest Nine Inch Nails music video. Not <laughs> just because it has a story. I'm dumb. I love music videos to have a story. <laughs> um, I like all that extra stuff they do where it's like the band is having conversations and characters are doing things. But I hate when the conversation goes over the music. Yeah, that, just let me that listen is to not the, fucking the best. Music. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Trent is wearing an Adele jacket. Yeah. This is before he's covered in goop. He's hammering at a I would say it's more safe. of a Scary Spice jacket. That is totally a Scary Spice jacket. Oh my god. And he just broke into the safe and got covered in Play-Doh. And it just keeps happening. Oh, he's wearing a fuzzy he throws, shirt. He, he, he froze up a little bit. What is he? He throw up. Yeah. This is crazy. So yeah, he and his girlfriend, I guess, are bank robbers. But why do they crash into each other? I think because they realize they're both about to die. Well, no. So, there is actually a dramatic reveal at the end of this. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's little nods to Tomb Raider. Okay, so his girlfriend just got covered in orange goop. I don't think it's his girlfriend. I don't know. They're, they're like a Bonnie and Clyde duo. But they're driving separate cars. As the goo is spraying on her, she's doing like a Janet Joplin thing. Take another little piece of my skin now, baby! Why is she wearing one of those... A welding mask? Oh, she is wearing a welding mask. It reminded me of those little plastic things and you like click the thing and you oh, look a, at the a different... View, what are they? You just Picture look at a, master? Yeah. You look at a different dinosaur pic. So they've both been sprayed, they both jump into their cars, and drive frantically, I guess, toward each other because of destiny. What do you think of this song, by the way? I've never taken it seriously. It's fun. I think it's badass. 
You better. I like badass. You better. Anyway, I like love this music video not just because it has a story, but the production budget is gigantic. It's shot yeah. like an action movie, and it's a ton of fun watching Trent getting covered in green goop and crawl around. Also, it's in the swamp. Sort of seems New Orleansy. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna turn it up a little bit. Oh, here we go. This is the story element. Police today are mounting a huge manhunt in effort to track down two security boxes stolen from the National Mint last evening. I'm gonna go make a withdrawal. Can I go? Oh. So it. yeah, that was that was it. That was the dramatic reveal. So I think Trent betrayed her. Cause they, so they, they um, stole these two security boxes, mm -hmm. and then Trent's like, I'm going to go make a withdrawal. And he's like, he goes and pops open the box without her, because mm -hmm. this happens separately. And then she also pops open the box, and then they both get sprayed. And mm -hmm. then they're like, oh no, I've been... And maybe, I mean, maybe they don't even know how this happened. Maybe they thought they'd been set up, so they crash into each other, maybe in revenge, or maybe because they wanted to die like Romeo and Juliet in each other's arms. Or maybe they were just covered in goop and insane and they just happened to crash into each other. But can I please just highlight just how adorably stupid it is with Trent saying, I'm going to go make a withdrawal. He's adorable, too. Yeah. He's, like, a, doing a little action hero yeah. one-liner. Yeah. He has kind of this, like, stupid little look on his face. Oh, Trent. That lady was okay looking, though. She was don't, very okay don't looking. Don't you think? Oh, yes. Don't you think? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, don't yes. you think? Um, so, yeah. That's you never really like Deep? I like Deep. I don't not like it. It's just... It's uh, goofy, and it doesn't really fit into the aesthetic of fragile or anything, really. Right. It's kind of a... It's kind of out there. Oh, ooh, I just found a club remix to Even Deeper. Nice. We can do that oh, wait, on wait. our sign-off. Even Deeper... Yeah, that was on Fragile, yeah. so we're good. I know. <laughs> so, all right, Res Nerds, that's a wrap for this week. Yep. All right. Although, let's see. Tweet us your how much angst is. Yeah, hashtag um, how much angst. I mean, you'll never be as cool as Maxwell Frank, but if you want to make us a candle. Or anything. Any object. Um, I guess we should... If people want to send us things, we could discuss getting a P.O. box, because I don't want to just send our address to random resonators. But yes. if you want to send us something, I mean, get in touch. We'll figure out how. Um, so find us on Twitter. At Trent Talk Pod. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Trent Talk Pod. Find us on the internet, fucking benviewnetwork.com slash Trent Talk Pod. Um, we'll keep you updated on high crimes. Yep, that'll be happening I mean, soon. The first app is in the can. We're still figuring out how we want to release it. Yeah, and we're probably going to do a fun little video element. I don't know if I want to do Periscope. I might do Periscope with the comments turned off because I hate. I don't give a fuck about what random strangers have to say about Wisconsin. Like, it's just, oh, you like the Green Bay Packers? Oh, you're a fag. Like, when I'm trying to tell a serious story about a girl stabbing another girl in the heart. I, I just... it, it takes about a month for for people like that to ruin any new social media platform. Yeah. First, they came for Xbox Live. Then they <laughs> came for Snapchat. I used to do this thing on Periscope where I would just lie in bed in my pitch dark room and I would turn on the screen... And just, like, sit it on my stomach or something, and I would make no sound, and I would show no light, no nothing. And, like, hundreds of people would just tune in and be like, what is this? And then they would just, like, hang out in pitch black silence with me. Would you message them things? No. 
You wouldn't encourage them at all? No. I wouldn't interact at all whatsoever. Sometimes I would even fall asleep with it on. Periscope like is, like, is like jazz. Yeah. It's the things you don't do. Yeah. But, yeah, so since we're going to be high, I think it would be cute to have a video element because I think we're goofy and adorable. We can be. And we can turn commenting off on Periscope. So <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for that. If you have, like, your own favorite little um, high crime story that doesn't get a lot of media or that you just think we would like discussing. Right. I've yeah. been kind of a, on a World War II binge. Yeah. Which is a great topic because you can talk about World War II literally forever. Yeah. And I like talking about stuff that came out of Wisconsin, but I think people are tired of hearing about the Dahmers, the Geens, the Averys. I, mean, I might do one where I just talk about all of them together because I don't yes. want to. You don't need to, like, we don't need, you can go to last podcast on the left and get tons of really great detail on all of that, so. Content warning I'm pretty sure all of our stories are going to involve some degree of bodily mutilation and death. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be fun. And even though we treat these subjects lightly, Oh, they're serious. They're I don't want very, people to go out and murder serious. people. I'm terrified of murder. I, I, it's horrible. We just had uh, the worst mass shooting in the U.S. over the weekend, and I'm still pissed off and heartbroken. I don't want to. I don't want these things to happen. But do you want to just have a separate podcast where we just go off about just how deeply stupid gun rights activists are, or should we just do that another time? I mean, we'd be preaching to a choir. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like Resnards are a pretty enlightened bunch. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are several who own guns. And, like, if you want to own your fucking Glock, I don't give a shit. But if you if you justify owning an assault rifle, get the fuck out of my life. That's disgusting. There's no excuse for it. You're not in an active military situation. You don't need an assault rifle. Have a Glock. Have a shotgun. I don't care. But get it the fuck out of my life. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it on you. I don't honestly feel that my life is safer because you might be a nice guy with a gun. Get the mm. fuck out of my life with that. It doesn't make me feel safe. It doesn't it makes make me you feel a big scared. man to have a gun. It doesn't make you a big man with a gun. It makes you I, a little I, man I just with have one, stupid idea. one quick point about this whole thing. I okay. mean, it's, it's all disgusting and horrible, and we need to ban assault weapons across the board forever, federally. Mm -hmm. um, but people who are against that, it, it's so strange to me because it's like they already own guns. Right. It's like... You're good. You have your gun. Right, you have it. Just don't buy more. And don't and encourage then others. Then eventually gun crime will disappear because they won't be on the market. Right. Just don't... You have your guns already. Like, you're Be fine. cool with your gun. You have it. That's cool. Probably. Hopefully. But just... I mean, we, statistically, it's not cool. Yeah, if like, you're a white man and you have a gun, statistically, it's not cool. Don't get more guns. Right. You already have a fucking gun. Anyways. If you have a gun and you feel depressed, talk to a therapist. Don't yeah. shoot people. That's the thing. Is like I don't think I could own a gun because we all have our bad days. Mm -hmm. And you know. But um, love is stronger. And we're going to pass some laws and we're going to fucking fix this thing. Because it's, it's so. been too fucking long. Yeah. Anyway, much love, Resnerds. Hope you're all getting through your week well. And I hope you had a couple laughs with us here. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. 
If you were turned off by our anti-gun tirade, then don't let the door no, hit you on the Message us. <laughs> no, don't message I us. I dare you. I don't care. I Literally, you. I don't care. You could just see your ass out. Um, I, can, I can counter so yeah. all three of gun rights <laughs> arguments. They have. They literally have three arguments, Yeah. I, I can counter them all. Guns don't kill people. People kill all right, people. Wait, let's, okay. let's, let's not. Bye. Have a good night. <laughs> Love Nine you. Inch Bye. Nailed it. Nine Inch Nailed I'm it. I'm not full of visceral anger. We're good. We're Nine, fine. Nine Inch This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.